is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. Arthur Motes, Wesley Euler back for the second segment of today's show on Steelers Nation Radio. And of course, this is the Steelers Blitz, which is always brought to you in podcast format. So that simply means wherever you get your podcast set, and I really mean wherever, just type in Steelers Blitz. You type that in, you will see the show, along with some other Steelers content. Subscribe to it, though. That's what you have to do, okay? And then when you do so, you got two things you could do. The first thing you could do is leave a review with all five stars, and you check it. That means you love us. But the second thing you could do, Wes, is choose the alternative to the five-star option, which is the one-star option, which means that you hate us, okay? But it has to be five or one. There is zero in between. There's no gray area on this show. We do not do gray areas. Not at all. We don't even like gray hair, okay? That's right. So the only gray we like is Mozi's son. That's it, man. All right? That is it. So, once again, Steelers Blitz, wherever you get your podcast at, baby. Mm-hmm. And grab your mama's phone and your auntie's phone and your yeah. uncle and your cousin and subscribe Why for not? them, too. Why not? If you're not doing that, what are you doing? That's I think that's a more legitimate question. Doing right? them a disservice, honestly. I would definitely agree with you right there, man. Would definitely agree. But with that being the case, man, last time I saw you, we was out there on the golf course. Ah, I was wondering when this was going to come up now. Wait uh, a minute now. Last time I saw you, we was out there, you know, looking good on the greens, doing what we do, supporting the McGuire Memorial Foundation. Yes. Uh my third year hosting the uh, the McGuire Memorial Golf Classic, their 30th anniversary of it. And, uh, man, another opportunity for my dog, the one and only Wesley Ewell, to pull up, man, show his face, show some support, man. We definitely appreciated you out there, man. Definitely meant a lot. And salute to all of the uh, different alumni, the sponsors, uh, everybody that just pulled up, man. It was a great time, man. But like I said, man, I just wanted to, you know, Catch oh, up with yeah. you a little bit since the last nah. time I saw you. You know, we was out there having a little fun, man. So, so have you fully recovered from the, the, the festivity yesterday? I certainly have. You know what? It's funny. Like my uh, my hands are all, after those golf outings. My hands are always a little like you know, like uh-huh. calloused up and yep. blistered from from swinging the golf club so many times. <laughs> but no, I, I a big shout out to you. I mean, our our listeners have heard us talk about this yeah. over the past. I I've said it a few times. I mean, it, it is. It's always one of my favorite days of the summer. Motsi invites me out for the McGuire Memorial Golf Classic. This year was the thirtieth anniversary. Um, they've been doing just amazing work in the community for for literally decades now. And uh, it always tickles me to death because we go, you know, you get there, you get registered for anybody who's been to golf tournaments. You know how these things work. You get registered, you get your swag bag, right? And there's always some cool hats and socks and different gifts. And this year there was a nice quarter zip in there that I'm sure you'll see me rocking some of these days. Um, Different, you know, there's been cigar cutters and stuff like that in the past. Really cool swag bag that you get um, when you get there. And in that, bag there's always like a thank you booklet type thing that they put together with pictures and stuff it's really nice well in that booklet there's a page that always says big thank you to our vips and (laughs) it just tickles me to death folks because if you look at the vips on this list it's like ryan shazier kevin colbert charlie batch a bunch of big timers and wesley i never thought i'd be on a vip list with kevin colbert ryan shazier and the pirate parrot 
But hey, hey, my- hey, shout, shout out to Pierre the Pirate. Shout out to Pierre. I love when he dances. I love when he does a little hula hoop shake. He was he was He's there yesterday hippie. as He's well too. Yep. So uh yeah, like I, 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 it's always one of my favorite days of the summer. Thanks to Mozi for having me out, and I think the least that I can do to help the cause is to plug it. Right. So hey, man, you can never go wrong with that, man. If you're a golf person. And and a lot of times people who are golf people, I mean, these golf outings, again, If I don't need to lay it down because if you know, you know what I'm talking about. There's prizes, there's food, there's drinks, there's camaraderie, there's fun, there's all different, there's giveaways, there's amazing food everywhere. It's, it's like, Moats and West kicking everybody butt on the golf course as well. I just want to throw that our, out. There. There's our guy Aaron driving around on the cart with cigars, just handing out cigars to everybody. If, hey, if everybody has a everybody has a purpose. Everybody has a purpose, baby. If you're if you're a golf outing person, I promise you this one is worth your time. Um, it is, it's, I, I'm not a crazy golf person. I'm a, I'm a casual golfer, right? A few times a year. I, I like, I'm not obsessed with golf, but I do like golfing. Um, I've been to a few of these golf outings. I've had some, uh, like work golf outing, you know, the hockey team that I used to work for in Ohio had a golf outing every year. The radio station in Philadelphia had a golf outing every year. So I've had some, some been to some of these different ones. The McGuire Memorial is top notch. It's an incredible place in Treesdale. It, from the morning to the evening, they take care of you. It's a lot of fun, and it is all for an amazing cause for the McGuire Memorial. So if you're a golf outing person, if that's something that's part of your summer, you like to go to a few, support different causes, you know, maybe win some prizes and some stuff like that in the process, I highly recommend uh, getting your butt out to Treesdale and, and signing up for the McGuire Memorial next year. Not only will you have a blast, but you even get to meet Mozi and I as well, too. Oh, so, hey, you know, hey some, now. some VIPs, hey, hey now. if you will. Hey, hey, now. And, and I have to say my uh, favorite thing from this year would definitely have to be my favorite violinist from the Grammy Award winning Pittsburgh oh, yeah. Symphony Just Orchestra. showing up. I mean, what a guy. He Pulling he up. Oh, man. Shout out. Shout out to Wes's Pops, man. Got a chance to pull up on us, show some support, <laughs> man. It was a ton of fun. Um <laughs> Yeah, and you already know, man, uh, your pops, man, first time I met him, he was playing at the Pittsburgh Steelers facility during yep. the Christmas yep. pops. Um, every year, uh, Mr. Rooney would have um, a couple of members from the orchestra, from the Pittsburgh Symphony Orchestra, come Down through facility, and play, play you know, the holiday tunes for us and stuff. And I love music. I love the symphony. And yeah, man, me and him, me and, actually, I met him before I met Wes, which is crazy. But since then, man, it's always a blast anytime he pulls up, man. So shout out to your pops too, man. For like I said, man, taking some time to, to come out there and so show a little support. Oh no, absolutely. Yeah, it was it was funny. We were what on like probably our 15th or 16th hole. Mm-hmm. We were wrapping up, and here comes my dad just steaming in on a golf cart. Just hey, I had to stop by and say hello. Just big big smile, big smile. Invite <laughs> invite himself to the party. But you know, with our personalities, it's like he had texted me earlier and was like, yeah. I think I'll stop by at some point if that's okay. And I was like, Yeah, no problem. <laughs> Thinking that he meant like later on after the golf, but here he comes out on a golf cart. <laughs> I love it, man. I love but it. I told him, you know, I, I, he, I, I talked to him later in the evening and he was like, I hope that was okay. Like, I hope, you know, Absolutely. they weren't upset. I was like, no, it's fine. I was like, but you know what? I said to him, you'll, you'll like this. I said, next year, you got to come in the morning. And Ooh. when everyone's, when everyone's in the golf carts, getting ready to leave and do the announcement, I was like, if you got to play, play, play the national anthem play. or something on the violin next man, year. That's y'all what we're going to get playing. him, that's what we're gonna get him to do. Playing, man. Don't, don't, we'll don't him, give me we'll no ideas. Play, we'll have him play the national anthem on the violin before Listen, we all don't, take Don't give me no ideas. I'll be over here like, uh, excuse me, can, can we can we please have you? We, we need you. 
listen, I know the, the folks at the McGuire Memorial Memorial are thorough. All right. And they mm-hmm. put a lot of time and effort into this. So I know those meetings for the 2024 golf classic are going to start here soon. I was about to say you come about you, two, three weeks you away. Go ahead, you go ahead and float that one out there. Say, hey, yeah. I know this guy. He's in the Happy Grammy award winning. No big deal. Happy let's, to know let's, a guy. Let's let's have him come out. Let's have him come out and play the national anthem to get us started. Hey, look, look. He, he already was at the he already was at the event in a non-official capacity. It's it's so the least he could do. It's the least That's he all. could do. <laughs> my 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 platform is to get here and tell all of our listeners to get involved. His platform is let's play the national anthem and get everybody hey, jazzed man. up. <laughs> Listen, you, you start having a, a violinist out there, it's gonna take the take the event to a whole another level. Yeah, so that's what that's what everybody's we'll do. Everybody's gonna swear on bougie. If it's a violinist out there, it's that's what we'll do, baby. That's what oh. we're gonna do. So yeah, no, again, though, thanks. Thanks for having me out. Like I said, it is it is truly one of my favorite days of the summer. I look forward to it every year. And uh Another successful out. I mean, I tell you, we're getting better every year, Mozi. Hey, man, every year. We, we were getting compliments on our swings out there, so you know what time Ooh, it is, man. Yeah. But I will say this, and this will be the last thing we do before we transition. This does officially confirm that you are big time. So you're on the VIP page with, like you said, Kevin Over, Shazier, mm-hmm. Louis Lips and company. Right? Louis Lips is on Rocky, Rocky Blyer. Yeah. Jeez, like, Louise, like, yeah, I belong in the same breath. You know what I'm saying? Like, 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 not only are you on that, you found the team's private plane, and not mm-hmm. only do you find the private plane, you even get recognized when you're on that private plane. So all <laughs> I'm saying is, man, you are the biggest of big time uh, right you now. funny. I like I'm you. I'm just glad that I know you. That's all. I'm just glad that I well, know you. Well, folks, like Kanye West once said, my head's so big you can't sit behind me. Mm. So, I mean, I tell you what, I feel it's like that sometimes, man. It's like that sometimes. <laughs> I can dig it. I can dig it, man. But speaking of digging it and feeling it we've obviously been hearing rumors and rumors and rumors about another potential acquisition another potential target that has still a nation getting excited now you know me i usually want to get excited but you also know me you know i love pass rushers Mm -hmm. and unfortunately this guy happens to play the pass rushing position. And I felt like, you know what? We haven't talked in a while. Let, let, let's, let's, let's just have a little convo about some of the rumblings that's been happening around Steelers Nation. And I'm speaking directly about Chase Young, the former number two overall pick of the Washington Commanders. Um, the uh, team decided to not pick up his fifth-year option a couple of weeks ago. And ultimately, that was the big signal that they were going to be making a decision. This is the make or break year for him, but also <clears throat> as a underlying thing, whenever a team doesn't pick up a first round draft picks, fifth year option, <clears throat> essentially is telling everybody that this guy is available. If you're trying to acquire this guy before he hits the market, potentially we're open for business. If you want to trade for this guy, we're open for business. If you feel like you love this dude and you want to pay him a contract worthwhile, well, hey, man, we're open to hear any of that type of stuff. So, obviously, when you're talking Chase Young, we know the pedigree that he has. We've obviously seen him come in here and have success as well. The big knock on him throughout his first four years has been his availability uh, or the lack thereof. One really good season, two seasons where you're, you're asking yourself what's going on. Are you fully recovered? How hurt are you? What's the scenario here? And that's ultimately what led 
the uh, the commanders to decide to not pick up that fifth year option. And when you think about how much it would cost with him playing the position that he plays is hefty, hefty, hefty. <laughs> so with that, Funny. you know, with them uh, denying it, now the conversation becomes for Pittsburgh and a couple other teams, actually, you know, is he worth the phone call? Is he the type of player that's worth bringing in? And I think it's a couple layers to uh, to unwrap with this. When we speak exclusively about the talent, yes, it's a no-brainer. When you exclusively speak talent, you can make a case that he is a more talented player than a TJ Watt if we're just exclusively talking talent. But that's the first layer. If we're talking the second layer, which is production, kind of iffy. But you still lean to the side of, all right, when he's been healthy, the body of work sure, has shown sure. that, you know, he can get, you know, he can win the one-on-one pass rush. He can be dominant in the run game. He can be an uh, uh, X factor on your defense. Even though the statistics where you're looking at at this stage in his career, you would expect to see more numbers. We talked about some of the context with him missing time. And you said, okay, I get that. But at the same time, I still lean slightly towards, yes, it's still enough production. You like that. Now, when you start talking about the monetary element of it, that's where it gets a little bit interesting. Particularly a position like he plays, yeah. yeah. Yeah, because when you're talking pass rushers right now, as a former number two overall pick, you're still going to be on the – well, I'd have to see, obviously, what they would negotiate money-wise for his uh, final year of his deal right now to just see what would be that payout. But you bring him in here, so when you're rental, you're essentially going to have to give up something of – you know, quality, whether it's draft pick plus player or nicer player. But that's just for that first year. And then after that, if he does reward you with great play, now you have to pay that right. type of guy. And we know the premium on those guys. I mean, we're already paying TJ Watt 30, $30 million. And then with Alex Highsmith, we're looking at anywhere between 10 to 17, 18 million, mm-hmm. you know, anywhere in that range. So to bring in a Chase Young, from a monetary standpoint, that adds another big fish in yes, terms of the compensation in that room. But then when I think of the overall division of labor, this is where I have the biggest issue the with proceeding because TJ Watt is TJ Watt. We love Alex Highsmith, but if Chase Young is playing like Chase Young, where does Alex Highsmith play it? And that's some of the issues that I see. And if Alex Highsmith is 14 and a half sacks, like we know he is, then where does Chase Young play it? Right. Neither one of those guys are third rushers. Marcus Golden, he's already a legitimate rusher in his own right, a legitimate player in his own right. And we're looking at him as the third, the veteran, the mentor. Granted, I would love to have all four on the team together. I would. I just think that that becomes way too many mouths in that room, though, when you're talking about those caliber players. It's not like we're talking about stars versus OK versus right. right. That. Like, no, all of these guys are 10 plus sack guys. All of these guys are pass rusher. I'm your guy, Batman right. type of guy or high end number two type of guy. If you're talking Marcus Golden and uh, Alex Highsmith. So with that, that's the part for me where I just think that it could be a little bit of an issue. And because Chase Young, like I said, Marcus Golden's temperament, it works here. 
I don't know how Chase Young coming from being the number two. He's 24 years old still, Mutsy. Right. Like, you're still, you trying, to go, get, you're still yeah. trying to prove it and get paid. Right. Like, you want to go somewhere at 24 years old and play a yeah. secondary role or, or to, even to, not be to, the guy? To a former third-round pick as well if Alex right. Heisman was to start over. Right. Yeah, and so I just – listen, to me, Motsi, this all gets back to – you know that clip from a few years ago of Mike Tomlin talking to Chase Young on the sideline his rookie season? Mm-hmm. I think it was the 2019 season um, mm-hmm. or, or maybe 2020, whatever it would have been, saying, man, I, I, I – you know, kind of talking about how much he likes Chase Young, but, but Coach T saying, I hope we're never bad enough to get a guy like you, right? And him yeah. and Chase Young laughing on the sideline. That clip's mm-hmm. been all over social media again, resurfaced the last couple of days. If it weren't for that clip, I really don't think there would be as much conversation around this because you just laid it out perfectly. One, where does he fit in the roster? Two, where does he fit within your salary cap confines, which you've already got a lot of money committed on the defensive side of the football? And three, what type of draft capital would you have to be, you know, be willing to part with to, to get a guy like Chase Young? Motsi, right now his cap hit is about $11 million, really close, $10.9 mm-hmm. million right now is his cap hit. It was supposed to go up to 17 and a half if they would have picked up his fifth-year extension. So he's not going to be cheap in terms of salary and what it would cost to acquire him. I mean, he's 24 years old. He was just recently a second overall pick. Like you laid out, we've seen when he's healthy and going, he's a very good football player. I... In theory, do I want Chase Young on my team? Yeah, sure. But when you really zoom in on the Pittsburgh Steelers specifically, you're paying TJ Watt and Minka Fitzpatrick a lot of money. Cam Hayward ain't cheap. You just gave Larry Ogunjobi a pretty nice contract. Um, I mean, you've got guys like Alex Highsmith who are coming down the line that you're going to have to pay. You've got younger guys that you hope, like the Joey Porter Juniors, that are going to pan out and eventually you're going to have to pay. I just, I don't know where he fits on this team in terms of his role. And again, in terms of a defense and a salary structure that already has a lot of money committed to one side of the football. And let's not talk to if the offense takes the step forward that we all hope and think that they will. It's not going to be too long before you have to pay Kenny Pickett and Pat Fryermuth and George Pickens and Najee Harris. So you've got a lot of contract considerations coming down the line here. If I could look at it right now and say you had Chase Young this year and you're a Super Bowl favorite, I would say go for it. But I, I don't think that's the case. I don't think he moves the needle that much on what should already be, again, a really solid defense. So while I like the player, I really do. In terms of the fit for the Steelers, I just don't see it. That's the logical answer. I like the logical answer. But if we're being real, if you're Omar and you really did it, you make it work. Number one, sure, the sure. fit is Highsmith, you're the third rusher. You take it or leave it. We haven't paid you yet. And if you don't like it, I already got Marcus Golding here. So what you're going to do, sit out. I'll find you 30K every single day per meeting until you go broke. If they really want to do that. When you talk about the money of it, right? Kenny's on a rookie deal. This is when you load up. I get the other guys potentially coming up to get paid. But those other guys that we're bringing up, those are all ifs, right? Whereas we've already seen Chase do what he could do. The big thing with Chase has been health. We don't have to worry about, is George going to continue to develop? Is Kenny going to continue to develop? Is Pat going to continue to develop and stay healthy, right? Right. Is this and that and that. So I just think with Chase, when you're talking about you bring him in, this is the one-year rental element of it. So, yeah, it might cost, but you ask yourself, what is more likely? Him having an impact as the third or second rusher or Kenny turning into a top-10 quarterback this year? 
And those are the conversations you have. And mm-hmm. you say to yourself, well, I will spend more right now to offset Kenny not being a top 10 sure. because I've seen Philadelphia and everybody looked at their D-line and said, yo, you got way too many guys. And I don't think they complained <laughs> one single time last year when Hassan Riddick and Brand- Brandon Grant came off the bench and gave you 10 sacks. Just guy, put it in context. A guy, a guy who's in the hall of very good. <laughs> put it in context. You know what I mean? A Super yeah. Bowl champ in his own right. Like, yep. I don't think he's quite a hall he of famer, off, but he's in the hall he of very good. He came off the bench. He came yeah. off the bench to give you 10. Like, like a Joey, a Joey Porter type player. Yeah, yeah. That's the type of stuff. Like when I think of if a Chase Young was here, what that does, it means that we are overwhelming you. Cool. Instead of it going from TJ Watt to Marcus Golden, it goes TJ Watt to a Chase Young or TJ Watt to Alex Heisman. True. Or, true. or it's a legit TJ and Chase. When you guys come out after that, now we're giving you Marcus and Heisman. That's a lot and of fresh, high year, fresh, fresh production, Marcus and Highsmith, and yeah. everybody's competing to be the best because they all want to get their numbers and be sure, impactful. Sure. And if someone that's, gets injured for a couple games, you're not scrambling. Right. Yeah. So it's like you could go the logical route, which you know makes sense, and I do see why people do that. But I think just when you're talking about realistically why people would do this, regardless of if there was ever any conversation between Coach T or not. I just think it's because of the position that Chase plays, how talented he is, and the fact that Kenny is still on a cheap contract. You can get away with all of that right now. And Chase sure is still can. cheap. I mean, we're talking uh, uh, Relatively, an 11, yeah. uh, $11 yeah. million dollar cap hit for a dude of that caliber. Man, you do that. You think them, them Denver Broncos fans tripping on paying, was it uh, 7 mil to Frank Clark? Nah, or, or Buffalo tripping on paying, you know, the 7 mil to Leonard Floyd? No, because with those type of guys, you know what you get. Yep. With the chase on, you know what you get. Yeah. If it's healthy. But that's the whole conversation with him right now, though. Man. So it's we interesting. Shall it absolutely see. We is. Shall I do see. I do love this new world though of, of Omar yeah. Khan wheeling and dealing, where now anytime yeah. there's someone available, everyone's like right. Steeler, let's go get him. Be- because it shuts down the 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 super archaic thought process that we had to just deal with in Pittsburgh media, where it was like, Oh, they don't do that. It's not the Steelers way. They don't do that, just draft. They don't do that. They would never do that. Now it's like, shut up. Yes, they will. They just did. So when we talk to Chase Young, other man, it's like, yeah, I can see a scenario where it makes perfect sense. How everybody lays it out. It's like, don't do it. But at the same time, like, why wouldn't you do it? Like, I could definitely make that case of why I would and why it would make sense to me, man. But Uh, you think you just made a compelling one. But yeah, no, hey, listen, crazier things have happened, sir. No, seriously, man. Seriously. But with that being the case, though, man, we are going to take our final break. And then when we come back from this thing, man, we are going to get a chance to tap into some of your tweets, man. So definitely, definitely stay tapped in with us. And the best way to continue to be with us is on the Twitter.com at TheBody52. TheBody. And at Wesley Euler. The Good Hand. And this is Arthur Wilson, Wesley Euler on Steelers Nation Radio. <laughs> 